wizard, Harry. Ah! Hello! My name is Inigo Montoya. You killed my father. Prepare to die! We know each other. He's a friend from work. Why? You can fight. Welcome to the When Harry Met Movies Podcast. Hello. Hello. You need to be next to the mic when you do that. Hola. Espanol. Soy. Is it working? Are we working? I can't see if you're recording on it. Are you recording that? Are you recording that? Mm-hmm. Oh, flip. Um, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Harry Met Movies podcast. My name's Harry, it's my dad. Dad. Hi, Harry, how are you? Good. So, <laughs> this, for the new listeners, are you going to tell them about our podcast? Okay, now it's what I'm doing then. But basically, dad shows me films from his childhood and we review them on the podcast. Yes, but this one's a little bit different. And why is that? Because we're doing it in rolled all month or week? Month. Month. So basically what we're doing, listeners, is we're comparing rolled all books to the films. Um, so. Yeah. Which one are we doing this week? Fantastic Mr. Fox. Yes. And the book came out in 1970, so technically... The film came out in 2009. Now, I wasn't a child when this film came out. It goes against the podcast rules. It does. Be gone! I think it fits in quite nicely with... Well, did you watch... Because it's a little bit different. How old was you when you watched this film? Um, 2009, so I would have been... You've been 30 in 2000. No, yeah. Oh, yeah, Catherine Alphon, wasn't it? Because mm-hmm. this film came out when I was on. Yeah, so, yeah, so this came out the year you were born. How weird that? Anyway. Yeah. So. And how weird it is that I adore this film. Now, the first bit, a little bit we do, is yeah. where Harry challenges me to tell him the story of the film. But shouldn't you tell the story of the book and then the film? No, because we compare okay. the differences, don't we, a bit. Um, um, I'm gonna give you. And he challenged me to do it in a certain amount of sentences. Yeah. So how many you given me? Three. Three, right? I am here to tell the story, and I am here for the food. Mr. Fox lives with his family under the ground, and basically steals from what what the farmers called bunch beans and all. What year is it? Bodger, no. Yeah, I think it is. Oh, no, I'm not going to get the book. <laughs> and um, you get, basically, the discovery stolen from him, so the three farmers camp outside his hole until he comes out to try and kill him, but he get, 
goes on a long mission and basically steals from mum again. Yes. I think that might have been more than three sentences. Yes, Dad. <laughs> See, Dad's Dad not with it today. First he breaks the rule of the stop film when he was not a child and now he breaks it. We're just all about rule breaking it on this podcast. Yay. Within reason. So, we always do a little bit of a quiz as well, don't we? Just to, just to start the podcast off nicely. So, this is called Fantastic Mr. Fox. So what I've done here is... Fantastic Pet. Fantastic Mr... We'll call it Fantastic Mr. Pets. I like that idea. What is it? So, so what are we doing? I am going to give you the name of an animal that features in one of the films we have watched. Okay. And you have to you have to tell me what film it is. Oh, this is easy. Is it? Is it now? No, because so if I said Hedwig, you would say Harry Potter. That's a simple one. That's not what I'm doing. So ready? Good. And there's five questions. So the first question, blue. Blue, blue clues. No, how much blue in? Oh, blue. What animal is he? What did I say? Give it away. <laughs> no, it isn't. On this one, it will give it away. Blue, blue. A dinosaur. Mm-hmm. Ah, oh, I thought you meant like I, normal so pets, like dogs, cats. So what film? Jurassic Park. Technically, it's Jurassic World. Oh, Jurassic World, then it, then it starts in Jurassic Park. No, it wasn't. Oh, no. Jurassic Park was first. It's not oh, yeah, the fourth yeah. one. Nanny. Nanny? What animal is Nanny? It's a dog. P- Peter Pan. Have we watched Peter Pan? We've watched... That's the film it comes... Isn't it, it is, but that's not the film we've watched. But it's something to do with Peter Pan. Live Action Hulk. There you go. Wait, is she in it? Mm, she's in the garden. He, he goes into oh, yeah. the kennel, doesn't he? Einstein. Of what animal? Dog. Einstein. Oh, I know what film it. Oh, is it called? Um, I've got to end on this one. Back to the Future. Oh yeah. How did I get? How? Okay, Quark. What animal is he? Also a dog. Quark. He's not from Back to the Future. No. No. None of them repeat them, so they're all from different um, films. So we've had Jurassic... Back to the Future we've had... What else have we had? We've had... Who's two, haven't we? Back to the Future. Quark. Quark! Um, is that a human? No, we've only got a dog. He's got... Oh, he's got one. Um... <laughs> Is it the Transformers film? No. Oh. Honey, I shrunk the kids. Oh yeah, the dog. I'm definitely. I feel like I'm disappointing myself right now. You, well, if you get this one wrong, it means you've actually lost your first ever quiz. So. <laughs> Bill, he's a pony. But we've never seen the film with ponies. Oh, we have. <laughs> Can I have a hint? <laughs> They send him home because he can't carry on with the rest because they can't keep him for the rest of the Ooh. film. Where they're going is too dangerous. 
I've got to give up. I can't. Lord of the Rings. Oh yeah! I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. Yes. Finally, beat Harry in the quiz. End of the podcast. We <laughs> Okay. Technically, I'm still winning because of how many wins I have. Oh yeah, yeah. You're massively winning overall. Well, this be our sort of 53rd episode, and you've got, I think you've only ever lost this one. Dad, can we look? I'm gonna go look up every single animal and every well, single. Well, I'm not gonna do the same quiz again. Well, just I'm prepared. Sorry to interrupt this week's episode, but this week we are sponsored by Neasley, which is an audio app for iOS and Android. It picks up web, web articles about the most trending topics on the web at any given moment and reads them to you in a natural human voice. For the first time in the history of the internet, the whole web becomes listenable. Browse articles from topics you choose and start playing. Stop scrolling, start listening. You can follow any topics as specific as you like, from sports, science, to movies, to the Kardashians, anything you like. It'll find you the best articles and read them to you aloud. And they have podcasts as well. Explore trending podcasts from over 50 countries. Our podcast, When Harry Met Movies, is there too. I start using it as my main default podcast app. It's much easier. So download and use Newsly for a free net from now at www.newsly.me or follow the link in the description of this episode and use the promo code HARRYMOVIES and it allows you to get a three months premium subscription. Personally, this app is great for Harry because of his dyslexia and it allows him to basically read articles on the web that you might not have been able to. So, as far as a sponsor and an app, this is one that our little podcast can get behind, isn't it? Yes. Thank you very much. Bye. Now back to the episode. Let's talk about the film. Mm-hmm. Okay, firstly, let's, how do you want to do this? Should we talk about the book? What did you think of the book? I love the book. What did you love about it? I just loved how it was his fox and his, and he had three kids and he, and he like, he had to go out for food. Mm-hmm. But then they found out so then they shot off his tail, and then they had to dig, and then they find that the badger, rabbits, weasel, mole maybe, mole, badger's kids, badger's wife, yeah. and I love how then they dig underneath the floorboards, and it just means there's a lot more. There's like there's always like funny things. I like the ending of this one better of the book in the film because it, it just shows them all living underground and bunts, beans and I think it's Bodger Bodger, they're all just still there today and it's really funny What did you think of the film? I, I enjoyed it I still prefer the book because like in this one they only had one kid and then they had the nephew I was just about to say this when you were touching so in the, in the book he has three kids and in this he has one kid and then he has a nephew. I'm not quite sure why that's been put in. Like why it's added to the plot. Yeah. Like what does it really bring? Yeah. Because I think, well the idea is that the nephew's, he likes the nephew a bit more, doesn't he? He's more similar to him. Yeah. But they could have just done that as a... It could have just had like the older kid. 
Yeah, it could have just been like one of it. Like the older kid might have been the one that wasn't as popular, and yeah. and the next kid up was the one that he took on his little. And like the middle kid, like the one which gets annoyed and that. That's what I mean. There could, there could have been something, couldn't there? Where it yeah, just seems a bit of a strange. I do like how it's done. I do like the anime. I do the fact that it's I, stop motion. Yeah. I used to not like watching the show. But I don't know why. I think I just used to get uncomfortable at the faces. But now I'm adored stop motion, so. Yeah, that's fair. I don't get why, though. They had, like, the school scenes. Like, what's the point of any school scenes? If they have schools, like, and they explode things, they play fiery acorns, that's going to set off the alarm. The ending was very different, wasn't it? Yeah, it was totally different. Because, like, they go to they had, like, the factory and all that sort of stuff, don't they? And... They had they had them kidnap the nephew, whatever his name was. Mm. And then they had him, Mr. Phantom, surrender, didn't they? And they didn't, and it was all confusing because then they flooded it. I assume they did all that just to make it a little bit longer. longer. But I could still, they could have added some more comedy scenes if they had three children. And also, I think the difference in the book, he's stealing all the time, isn't he? Yeah. He's always going to that, and that's just how he lives. Whereas in the film, yeah, he stops stealing from them, and and he. and he just does this as a one-off, and then he gets caught, and that's what leads to it all. That's why I think that. That's why probably why I didn't. That's why I don't like it because they should have just stuck to the book. But maybe if it was like three songs, it could add scenes like maybe like. I think they could have done. They could have add like. They could have had like the mole, how he knows a lot about explosions and all that. Mm. They could have still had that scene in, but if they were just rogue animals. The rat was in it more, wasn't he? He was more of like yeah. an antagonist. He was... I like the rat. Yeah, you seem to like him. You found him quite funny. Yeah, he's French. Yeah. Baguette. Wee oui, wee. Oui. But apparently the director... Yeah. This is like the first book that he ever owned. Was it? Mm. We did a bad job. I do like how they had like, the ending. It was just showing the fox be an absolute... Bad. Just chucking these fire coke, fire acorn things everywhere, and just like destroying everything. It's like, you know, this is not just gonna get the farmers on you. This is gonna get the police and the government on you. Yeah, it was definitely had like way more. Um, like over the top scenes. The characters, like the mole and all that, they all had way John. more to do in this than the other was. In the other one, it was very much. They were digging to escape the farmers and they bumped into the other animals and all the animals were having to hide because the farmers were above the ground. Yeah. And some fantastic Mr Fox decided to help them all out because of that. Yeah. Well I think they couldn't do it. They could have had the scene where they they could have not got rid of all of school the cousin, the like the bully and all that. It's like Stuff that doesn't need to be in there. There's bully in the school. I get maybe a bit like that, but what I didn't understand was why it was a cousin and why it wasn't just one of the other lads. Well, I think they should. One of the other kids. I think they they should. They could have had so many more scenes if they cut out a lot of it, because they could have had it where, like, they have the older child which. That he always get picked to go steal food, so they get like a job and all that. They buy the house. Like there was a bit more backstory about how him and his wife met in this one. I like that. Yeah, which was quite good. Yeah. I don't know why they had to wear clothes. It was just felt unnatural wearing clothes in this film. Trying to make it a bit more 
humanized, I guess. I think they should have had them wear clothes. I think they could have cut out. They should have had Mr. Fox do it all the time. And then they, like, like the middle child always gets annoyed. But like they, all, but then the youngest always wants the middle child wants to go with his father, but the young child looks up to his um middle so i think it would have probably been slightly better if it had done the older child doesn't get to go oh yeah yeah but the middle child does because then oh, the yeah. older child feels well why is he letting the middle child go when he wouldn't let me so he he feels a, a bit more left out whereas your, your middle child would just assume that it's because he's not old enough or something if that makes sense yeah apparently the director also got all the actors to record their voices outside so it sounded more genuine and realistic that they were cool outside and not inside because obviously it's set all outside in the woods and stuff like that so you yeah. got them all outside in the woods and forests and stuff like that that was a nightmare out of there's quite a, there's a lot of um really famous people in the the voices so. the george clooney is the guy that played danny ocean in oceans 11 the main guy oh yeah um there's a f actress that's a fantastic Mr. Fox. Huh? Meryl Streep played his wife, who's like a really famous actress. Um, and some of the other characters is Bill Murray, who's out of Ghostbusters. There's William Dafoe, who plays a Green Goblin in Spider-Man. Are we going to maybe... Michael Gambon, who plays Dumbledore in the later films. Dumbledore! What character does he play? I think he plays one of the farmers, I think. Or he might have played Badger, I can't remember off the top of my head. Yeah, I do like... Uh, I do like this. This is the one thing I like, which they should have, but I don't like the setup of it. Basically, Badger's got like a real estate something. Like, it's like, they don't need that. They, yeah, they've all got jobs, haven't they? Like, they have like animals, lawyers and they don't reporters need to have that. So they could have just had them be natural animals, but maybe they had Fox Steel and at the end they could have had it. I think how they should have ended it is they should have had more comedy in it. Well, I think they should have let the end is. You know when they, they flood it? They should have had that, but they should have had the animal scouts to try and plug up holes. But then they realise they're digging at the same time to try mm -hmm. and... And then at the end, you think, oh, they're going to they're gonna get captured. But then Fox thinks, and the mole says, I can make stuff which can help us, like with the bombs and stuff. That would have been a cool ending, I think, except on them blowing up everything in the street. That's just going to get the police on you, Fox. Yeah, the end is complete. Like I say, the ending changed for us. Like you say, it's quite nice in the books that the Fox decides that maybe they should all just live under the ground anyway because they prefer to be underground. And the farmers just don't realise and they just sit outside the hole waiting and waiting and waiting until they come out, which obviously the idea is they never do. That's what I think they should have done. Because this film is probably going to be a much... I, I, I like the animation, the story, they could have based it a lot more on the book. They add the children's in. Why the cousin? The cousin doesn't have to be in the film. And then we had the scene where like this dog has AIDS. It's like... That's rabies. Rabies, so like, why does it eat? Why does that have to be in the film? Like, there's no point. I mean, like, it just makes no sense, I think, from the logic in the film. So, I think I get the impression from what you're saying about this is that you think they've changed stuff and very little of it improves the film. Yeah. 
Because they just based it a lot more on the book, but then added like stunts. Do you think maybe the problem is the book is quite short? Yeah, but that's why I think they should have had some more comedy scenes. That's why I thought of a new end. Is this something that would have been better if maybe just like a. No, at Christmas, they, they, they do all like the things that are like. Um, like, like Christmas specials. Yeah, they because they do things like the Gruffalo and stuff like that, don't they? And Stickman's and stuff. Oh, Stickman's the best! So would this be better? Be be, yeah, be better. better suited to say like half hour to an hour, well, probably an hour sort of yeah. programme based on the book and just the book itself rather than yeah. making it a little bit longer and trying to yeah. put more into it. Yeah, because it's just put, put in loads more. Because essentially lot, not a lot happens in the book other than... Yeah. He goes around, steals from the farms, eventually they, they realise he's doing it, they, they yeah. pin him down and then he's dig, digs, digs, <coughs> and then decides to dig to each farm and get See, make tunnels. That's what I think they could have done is, like, that could have got a lot of kids be like, oh, maybe this was a good thing. And then a lot of people be like, do you know there's a book? And then they want, that means, and then the kids which watch want them to read the book. Do you think... The reason he doesn't steal is because they don't want to encourage stealing. Maybe, but then encourage... I think that was part of the worry. Yeah, but encourage... Because uh, in... I know, like, we've watched, like, Ocean's Eleven and essentially they steal. Um, and then they're encouraging kids to make bombs and all that. And well, yeah, that's the other bit, isn't it? And guns, it? like... So as much as he's stealing later on, you then make... But then would they say, well, he's doing, they're doing that to protect themselves, so... They're not over because they're, they're purposely going out the way to just kill the box. Like, they could have just shot it. No, but they're the bad guys for farmers, aren't they? Yeah. What I mean is, the fox is meant to be the hero of the story. Yeah, because what I think they should have done is, like, he steals because he needs food for his family. That's his natural instincts of an animal. Ah, that's it, isn't it? Maybe that's what the pro- part of the problem is, the fact that they, they try to make him more human, human they can, relatable yeah. in that sense. So because of that, they worry that he shouldn't be stealing because, like you say, uh, fox naturally steals their food. Yep. Well, they hunt. Let's use the word they're hunting for their food. Well, they take because that's just what they do. That's foxes. To yep. survive. Now, like you say, because they've humanised them, is that the problem? Because they've humanised them, they worry that if uh. they're stealing, then it doesn't look good, so therefore yeah. they shouldn't be stealing. Yeah. So instead, they'll make them. Yeah. Because he he gives up stealing, doesn't he? That's the point at the beginning of the film, and then he does it one more time. And that's when he gets caught. But then what's weird is, the wife scratches him for no reason. Because that's what I was like, they're foxes, and they need to steal. So why did she attack his horseman if they need food? That's when they made them to, that's when they crossed from, oh, you put them clothes, made them steal. That's when they made it too humanised, like, she like tells him off for getting food. Do you think, obviously, so far in this little section we're doing, we've done Fantastic Mr. Fox and we've done BFG? Yeah. Um, do you think the BFG was a better adaption? Mm, they're both alright. I think the BFG keeps to the story more. Yeah. I know there's a little change again at the end where he yeah. goes back to Dream Country. Um, yeah. And there's little bits about how they captured the giant. But I don't think there's as much change. No. And also, this is a scene which I hate. It shows this weasel. And he, like he's a real stater. And it's like, the animals, they don't, they don't have money. 
They don't have fox pants. <laughs> yeah, that again. That I can usually you wouldn't get um, animals being humanized in a world with humans. Yeah. So, like, if you watch a film like, say, Zootopia or something like that, yeah, where the idea is that all the animals, because yeah. obviously humans essentially evolved from like an ape type creature. Yeah. So what they're saying is, in something like Zootopia, is that they're all that all animals have developed. Yeah. And everyone, so that's why they wear clothes and stuff. Yeah. Like that. Um, but you don't usually get a hu- you don't usually get, say, a rabbit wearing clothes walking around with a human. That doesn't happen. What? This it's is like, one or the other, it, isn't it? It's like maybe the humans, they don't hear the voices, but then they do. It's like, would they not be freaked out if they hear a fox speak English? Like, that was like, no, you've gone way past the story. Because usually if there's animals that can talk and stuff, like you say, in... Zootopia. No, just like in films in general. Yeah. Those films, but humans can't understand them. Yeah. Or so, they don't talk around humans. Yeah. So there's a film called Cats and Dogs where they don't talk around the humans. <gasps> we don't talk. Um, yeah, can do eventually. Cats got an, dogs! Got an awful lot of films to cover before that, I reckon. I know. Um, Get dog. We've got two more in this little season. Shall we call it the Roll Doll season? Yeah. And then we've got another season planned. Yeah. Which is a superhero season. But not the Mighty Marvel, like... Yeah, not the big ones, it's because they weren't out when I was younger. Weren't they? Nope. But the comics were. Yeah, yeah, the comics were out for you. Did you read all the comics? Not all the comics, I read the X-Men mainly. Ah, that's good, good. Like anyway, back to this. This is a book I read when I was younger, so I suppose it does fall into that category. Mm, we'll let it pass, we'll let it pass. Um, Roald Dahl was like, a, we've touched on before, was the sort of author that... Barely let people. No, he did. He, he, I, he's an author, right, and David Williams does it. He would write a kid's book, but he speaks to kids like the adult, like just normal people. He doesn't speak yeah. to them. doesn't speak to them like... A lot of people speak to kids like they are stupid. Yeah. Um, oh, you know, they're young and they don't understand. But actually, if you speak to a kid like they're an adult, they like it more. Yeah. Um, you do. And <laughs> when Roald Dahl's books yeah. didn't hide away from things like that. So if you think of like the BFG, yeah. she's an orphan, kids are getting eaten, people are getting eaten in it. Yeah. You don't see it, but you get told about it. Yeah. Um, you know, this is about farmers killing animals and animals killing animals and stuff and he doesn't shy away from that no. so some stories would do that um, and this does a couple of books we're not gonna like in a book but we're not gonna cover called george's marvelous medicine it's all about him oh i love that you um, used to always do a voice george george that's my medicine <laughs> you didn't stop doing your voice when we were films you um, that. i can't lie that is stolen that voice <gasps> from rick mail Oh. Who did Drop Dead Fred? There's a TV program. It's now called The Bedtime Story. Yeah. Where they get famous people to read books, and usually what they do now is it's just one book. It's like a short book, but one person reads that one night. What it used to be was I think it was called Jack and Ori, and it'd be the same person every night, and they'd read like a longer book. And Rick Mail used to do George's Marvelous Medicine on it. I remember that quite vividly. I don't I don't know if he did anything else, but I know yeah. he definitely did that. And he's <laughs> he's sort of manic. Yeah. Craziness worked yeah. really well with a roll doll. But... You should stop doing voices again. Should I? Yeah. I can imagine you find his centip- centipede voice. Whose voice? Centipede. 
book oh. we're reading. Oh yeah, we're reading currently reading James and the Giant. And a ladybug and a spider. Ready for um I dare you to do our that. Our next tonight. film, so that, that's the next film in the World Bell series will yeah. be James and the Giant Peach. Is there only one? So is there only one James Jack Peach film? Yes. I've watched it. I know, but it's a, I think it's a good one to watch. Be interesting well because that's also similar sort of animation style to this. Yeah. I wanna mention this. This is going a bit off, but you the Willy Wonky films were a nightmare to make. Because Roldo was very strict and Well, I was just about to say this. There's not many of his films that he liked the adaptions of. Touching it when WBAT actually didn't mind that one. Um, we will at some point cover Charlie the Chocolate Factory. Yeah. The original one. And he had a lot of issues with that. Yeah, like, like the first one, he he like, he just got annoyed because he wanted to sue and he got a different one. I think it, that's what it was like. You can tell that he cares about his books. Yeah. Same the problem with, is, it's something that... So he... Roald Dahl's... All the book stories came from him coming up with them and reading them to his grandchildren yeah. and his children. That's what he used to do. He just used to read the books. He, used to, he just used to read them, sto- make up stories and tell them. And he, obviously that's when he developed them into books. Yeah. Um, very clever man. Oh, Wrote loads of stuff that rest isn't... In peace. Um, and he, so when they were very protective of selling the rights and stuff to him. Yeah, okay. um, And like various stuff that's coming out, like there's a new Matilda film coming out, yeah. which is based off the musical, which is oh, can't wait. Um, but the old film's good. Yeah. Um, we'll be covering one day again on the podcast, but it's just not going to be part of the Roll Doll season because I think it's more popular, and we're trying to do the ones that aren't as obvious. So we're going to be doing, after this, it's James and Giant Peach, and then it's The Witches, which again has actually got two versions. It's got an original and it's got a newer version. I've it's not got seen a sequel. It. It's got a sequel. It's not a sequel. No, there's a, new, there's a new one coming out, there's a new sequel. So The Witches? Yeah. Is it the one with the three witches? No, that's Hocus Pocus. Oh, Hocus Pocus. Completely <laughs> <laughs> different film, mate. Yeah, why do you... Maybe we should do Hocus Pocus for Halloween this year. Hocus Pocus! We've never covered that. Uh, uh, Oliver loves Hocus Pocus. Yeah, right. Well, maybe we should get him to comment on it when we're doing it. I was so, asking, but he's not here. What are we gonna rate this film? I would rate this film pretty low, but then the animation bumps it up, so I'm gonna give it a three. So. Just to give you an idea of what we've rated the other one. Wait, wait how low is Beetlejuice? Beetlejuice is 2.5. Okay, it's fine. It's not that bad. Um, I'm going to go... So yeah, Beetlejuice is our lowest rated film listeners, which is at 2.25. Um, I'm going for a solid 3. Which gives you the same as BFG on this. Yeah. Which... I just think I think they could have done more. Oh, it's difficult this one for me. Um, I'm going to give this a two point five. Are you? Because I don't enjoy it as much that much. I don't find it very enjoyable. I think they've changed too much. I I'm not thinking. I'm. We haven't mentioned one character which saved this film. Go. What's he? The mole? Not the mole. The the plumber guy. You know, that, you know that animal which is in this new house and he buys it? There's this like weird, like, he goes like all... I don't remember what animal it is, mate. 
Yeah, he saves this film. That's why I'm giving it a three because he saves this film. He is the main man, and he's my favorite character. I've said what I say. The piece has been. What is that? What is it? Two point seven five, which is fair. I feel. I don't think it's as good as BFG, but that's my thing. Yeah, it's not as good as BFG. So, me pulling it, putting a two point five, gives it below BFG, whereas you gave it the same, which is fair because I've got a nostalgia feel to BFG. Nostalgia doesn't affect the rating. I know, but it does from my point of view. Dad. Because obviously I watched BFG yeah. when and it's got David Jason doing a voice. Mm. Who is in a TV program called Only Fools and Horses, which is my, your dad's favourite one. Then the bobblehead you got me for Father's Day. It's he's one of them. Oh. But in my bedroom, if you're looking for them. Huh? Okay. Yeah. So, that's, that's our second book in our. I've got. What would you rate the book? Out of five. A five. I'd probably give it a four. Actually, yeah, I thought a full But no, I can see why you give it a five. I don't yep. think there's much more to it. I think it's a nice, quick read. Yeah. Right, I'm going to say... Hey. Out of BFG and Fantastic Mr. Fox, which book did you prefer? Both. I love them both. It's the same. They I are much... I preferred Fantastic Mr. Fox. You know? Yeah, Fantastic Mr. Fox. Yeah, Fantastic Mr. Fox. Um, hey, gentlemen, thank you for listening to the Highlighting Podcast. Bye. Bye-bye now. Bye-bye. Oh, and in case I don't see you, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. <laughs> We're so glad you came. Bye-bye. 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 Bye-bye now. Bye. Bye-bye. Remember, please discard all candy wrappers and popcorn containers in the nearest trash receptacle. Thank you. Okay, bye-bye now.